Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a projector that shows off all 360 degrees of your panoramas, a wrench that helps dispense fluid, and a game controller that you attach to your airsoft gun. Plus, we have a special co-host. Heyo! So sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out and find cool projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. My name is KT Data, one half of the show. And unfortunately, Drew is buried under tons and tons of papers that he has to grade because the semester just ended for him. Um, on there, But fear not, I went out and found yet another person who starts with the name D. But this time, it is Dito. You know, longtime friend, um, contributed to the network. Um, we used, you know, we we used to and will be doing the Kita Anime podcast together. How are you doing, Dito? Tired. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> On that, so first of all, just let me just say welcome to the show. Um, it's, I mean, it's good to do a podcast with you. It's been a while now <laughs> since we've done this. <laughs> it's what almost a year uh, it's, it's, since we. That's when we went hiatus on Utah. Yeah, it's been a long time. So I'm glad that you're here. So welcome to the show. Um, Hopefully Drew didn't leave some weird butt cracks or something in the co-hosting side or, you know, (laughs) deforming it. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) All right. So for everybody who, you know, um, it's first time here. First of all, welcome to the show. Like I said, at the top of the show, we go out and find cool projects and stuff. So before we actually go into our projects tonight, we always have some news. On there. Um, so, if you have watched the show previously, we reported that Hasbro was working with Indiegogo to find the next great board game. And they wanted some kind of party game, um, you know, Cards Against Humanity, Exploding Kittens. Those are huge games right now. So, Hasbro was looking for the next great game. And what they did was they allowed people to submit projects. And they got, um, how many did they get? They got over 500 game concepts. And they narrowed it down to five, and then they had those five games actually do an Indiegogo project on there, and they picked their winner. So they finally picked their winner, and the winner of it is this game. And I, Dito, I think you will appreciate the name of this game. Um, it is called uh, Irresponsibility, the Mr. Toast card game. <laughs> He was he was the grand prize winner. Um, he raised about ten thousand dollars from two hundred backers, and so on top of that, since he was a grand prize winner, he gets ten thousand dollars from Hasbro plus a trip to Hasbro to go work with their game developers to make this thing into reality. So they're actually going to make this game, and Hasbro, you know, you got the full backing of Hasbro doing this. So I, I don't know. Does this sound like a game that you would want to play, Dito? Is any like exploding kittens? Um, so yeah, it, it's sort of like that. It, the idea is you're trying to shill off all your responsibilities to the other players, and then you're and when they try to give you responsibilities, you just try to divert it out, and you're just like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna relax and uh, you know chillax under a tree and stuff. Sounds like my job. <laughs> <laughs> On that, um, I, 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 so like, I think this is a great idea. Just holding contests like this and getting good ideas. Um, I, what what do you think? You know, is is could this be another way of doing it? Um, because I mean, we've had the small companies. You're like we mentioned, exploding kid, kitties, cards against humanity. They all went through crowdfunding to get projects uh, like this 
um, together. But what about these like big names? You know, your Hasbro's, your Parker Brothers. Do, do you think this would be a good outlet for them to hold regular contests like this? Well, it's it's a good uh, pool to pull from. I mean, um, so many people have great ideas that just get unnoticed. So yeah, why not? All right. So yeah. So that was that. I I'm waiting for this game to come out on there, and I might. I think I might go get it because it seems like a fun game. All right. So our next piece of news. Um, have, have you kind of kept up with any of kind of like the virtual headsets, the VRs, like your um, Oculus Rift or the what is it, the Sam or the Samsung V or whatever that's coming out next year, or PlayStation's? Uh, I forgot what they renamed it. it was Morpheus. Yeah, it's like that's the only ones I'm familiar with. Uh, been trying to follow up with that, and I know that they have the first, well, so-called first VR uh, game that's going to come out for the new uh, Ace Combat series. Mm-hmm. So, one of these projects um, back in the day uh, it was called Cast AR, um, and most people will know this because it was Jerry's Ellsworth. She's very well known in the maker community for putting things together. And when this actually came out, it was Everybody who tried it said this is probably one of the best implementations of augmented reality that they had out there. So what they actually did was they went out, they did a Kickstarter project, raised about a million dollars on there, and it was and it was kind of just like the Oculus too. They weren't promising you a finished product; you'd get a prototype on that. So what what happened was they actually announced that they're delaying shipments of the prototype. So you know. Normal Kickstarter, like, oh, man, I'm going to have to wait, right? But they also one-upped it. They're returning every single dollar of that $1 million back to all the backers. <laughs> on the, And you're probably going, how are they paying for the in this? Um, and in, in addition, if you're a backer, and there's about 3,000 of them, when the fully f- finished version comes out in 2017, everybody who backed it gets one of them. So you're like, wait, 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 how are they getting money for this? So they actually just recently raised $15 million in venture money. On there, and now they're 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 saying they're going from this Kickstarter mode into uh, like a business mode. So because they now have capital on that, but they want said we don't want to forget our Kickstarter roots. So that's why we're giving you this money back because it's going to be delayed on when it's shipping. I mean, by two years um, on there. Um, that's that sounds familiar. But, but but they're promising a finished product this time because the, those three thousand backers initially it was just going to be a prototype. It wasn't even going to be the finished thing. So they're like, hey. We appreciate you guys, so we're going to um, give you back some of this money on here, but we promise that we're going to make something kick-ass. Uh, <laughs> do you, do you kind of just wish that a lot of uh, other like projects would do this <laughs> on there? Um, it, probably, it probably did help that they got enough you know, um, crowdswell that they got venture money. You know, They got investors oh, yeah. in the company. <clears throat> From that, yeah. Um, if... We see a lot of Kickstarters that don't really make it. You know, they get enough to start something, but not enough to where business can be take place. So that's good to hear that they went from this little idea prototype to now a full-blown business. That's great, in my opinion. I mean, if you were a backer, would you feel bad if it got delayed by two years, but you're getting your money back and you're getting a copy of the thing? (laughs) No, I mean, well, I've experienced that once, and I'll... If they promise it, I'm going, okay, I can wait. Yeah, so I, I I love this idea, and it's crazy that they're actually giving back a million of it. So now they only have $14 million to work with. But it, like I said, Jerry Ellsworth, she is very well known in the world of makers and like people who put things together. So 
I'm really excited and I, I honestly can't wait to see the finished product of it because everybody who said it, they're like, this is amazing. It feels natural. You you don't have some of the problems that you run into with other things. So I'm kind of excited to see that and I'm glad that it will be around to come become an actual product. I want to <laughs> test it just to see if I get like motion sickness like I do in most of the others. <laughs> so that that's the crazy thing. This Out of this, like most, even people who say that they normally get motion sickness with the Oculus and stuff, they said when they tried this, it just they didn't have any problems with it so um and the and other things is that cast ar they there's room there's rumors that this was supposed to be the valve headset because they did hire jerry ellsworth for a couple years um and then when they um decided to go in a different direction she took that they allowed her to take that technology and develop this cast ar so you know a little history behind that um (laughs) and so there's kind of been a theme in our news today of just kind of um products coming together and stuff so one of the things we like to cover in the show is finding new crowdfunding platforms and you know talking to people because you i mean how many crowdfunding platforms have you heard of indiegogo kickstarter right those are the two big ones um, oh, yeah. on there so we love finding new ones and this one is kind of an interesting one so the site is actually called crowd supply and not only are they a platform for crowdfunding projects they take it one one step um, higher. They actually provide services for every single part of the process. So that includes, you know, from your strategy, your marketing, your fulfillment, your sales. They do all of it, um, or they they can offer you to do all of it. And they're, since they're a, they're a team who's focused mostly on products on there, they have experience of shipping products and everything. Um, if you want to actually post this on this, you actually have to submit the idea, and they actually vet it before they go through and they they only pick a handful of them they have a 100 percent success rate hmm. um, and about 50 percent of the projects that are on here exceed meet or exceed their goal um, they do some really creative things like um, they they stagger the delivery dates so say like this keyboard right here you could get it but if you're the first 10 you, you may be able to get it earlier than somebody else on there than somebody who waits until the end of the project to do that um, so that that's what I found. This is really interesting because you go to Kickstarter and Indiegogo, they're like, yeah, sure, throw it on whenever you want. But they these guys cover end to end from idea to delivery. They can do it, or they have the expertise to do it. Um, and they have some really cool projects on here that that you can go through and see. Um, do, do you think that there's uh, you know because you've you've seen a lot of projects. Um, I mean, even the project that's on your head right now. Did you, do you think they would benefit with something like Crowd Supply, who actually knows how to manufacture stuff? They know how to deliver stuff. They know how to get everything done. Oh um, yeah, this is a great idea. I mean, what what is some of the biggest problems we've seen in Kickstarter right now? Um, usually, delivery, you know, shipping, uh, product management, uh, advertising, stuff like that. A lot of them don't take into account, and once they got their project funded, they run into that one head on. So. Why not get your bases covered and have someone do it do it for you? Yeah, and I, I love it too because these guys, since they've been working in the industry and actually have made products and stuff, they actually have partners. So say you're like, okay, we want to make this little thing that's, you know, we only think 100 people is going to do, right? And then all of a sudden it blows up and you get like a million people who want it on there. Crowd Supply actually has the connections to manufacturers that they could scale to that level. And even if there's delays and stuff, they, they work so closely with some of these manufacturers. It's not delayed like too far off. They can make it work somehow. 
on there. So that I mean, I I think this is a great idea. It's more focused on physical pro- products. Like you're not going to find like a film project or anything on there. But um, I think it's it's a good idea, and their track record speaks for itself. I mean, a hundred percent success rate. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get better uh, than that, right? I wish my vendors would be like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dito. So now we're going to go into our projects of the night. Um, so our first project, uh, um, I know you like to do some photography on the side, Dito. Have you ever tried to delve And I don't know if you've seen a lot of these, but I've, I've seen a lot of these come up. Um, a lot of those 360-degree cameras or systems <laughs> that are coming out, right, where you can yeah. have this like panorama and stuff. So my problem with that is, sure, you can film in 360, but then you got to go to the like website and, or you got to like, I, I know a lot of them where you just take your phone and then you can get the Google Cardboard and then you make your own kind of like VR headset. And when you turn around, it actually moves the picture and stuff like that. But I'm like, well, that's kind of a one-on-one experience, right? You yeah. can't really be like, oh, look at this corner right here because <laughs> you're the only one seeing the screen. So this is this is really interesting. Is um, our first project of the night is called the 360 Mini, and it is a 360 degree projector. Uh, I was thinking like a mini Xbox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's great about it is it kind of reminds me of those like lava lamps on there. So it projects the image around this little tube thing, and then you can actually walk around the tube and see your image in 3D. So it's not like um uh when you're just wearing a headset so i think this is kind of cool it's three feet that's this picture makes it look like it's smaller than that but that's actually a three foot projector and it has a computer inside that can store pictures and videos in it or you and you you just hook on it it hooks up to your wi-fi network and then you control it using an app on your phone so you can play pause change the picture and stuff um and so that's I, I mean I think that's it's kind of pretty cool, um, and so w- w- what's great about it is or I think is great is because I could be in a room like hey Dito check out this picture that I took on the salt flats or something even though I yeah salt why flats. would you go there <laughs> <laughs> on there and I could point in hey check out you, you see right here there's like a nitro circus or something going around and you could actually see it and instead of just like. Hey, Dito, check out this picture and see if you can find the Nitro Circus, right? <laughs> right <you>? there. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, you and I, you and I have had these conversations before. I'm like, hey, dude, check out this picture. And did you see the thing? And you're like, what? I'm like, it's it, right there. And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Circle it. Mark it. Do something. <laughs> yeah. On there, I, I don't know. So do you, do you think this is a good idea or should we just keep sticking with, like, these weird websites and stuff? It has applications. I mean, it's not really practical. I mean, this is more of like a business aspect or a presentation aspect, but there could be some com- consumer use to it and it's just kind of niche. And what's great is they'll be at CES so we can go see this firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right, so, you know, one of the things we do on this show is we do a back, track, or sack on that. So, if you were to rate this, what, would you give it a back? Would you give it a track, or would you give it a sack? I track. On that, do you, is it does it is it something that you're like, eh, it's cool, but I don't know if I'd use it or not. Exactly, I mean, on that, especially at um, let's see, how much is one of these? One hundred ninety six dollars. <laughs> That's not bad for the price, but 
why I would only track actually, it. That's for that's actually no. You donate your version to a museum. Um, oh. nine hundred and seventy-eight dollars is. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, do you want to take my left or right leg? Um, <laughs> kidneys, uh, man, kidneys. <laughs> you can have you can have my left testicle, and I still get another like you know, thirty-four thousand. Anyways, um, as I said, it's gonna it's one I would only track just because. I would only find use in like a diorama setup, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't do them too often. Oh, just think about it. We could like do it of your room and people could have like a 360 tour of your room. No. <laughs> 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 uh, that's, that's a terror. That's a terrible idea. We should. No, <laughs> no, never, never. Why, that's why I'm also reminded of like <laughs> Iron Man, you know, like in his brain. That's just uh, also I'm reminded of. <laughs> I mean, we could map the inside of Iron Man's brain. Another news. <laughs> All right. So for our next project, um, this is an interesting one because I thought it looked cool, but I don't know how to fix cars. If only I knew someone who knew how to work on cars and kind of did it for a job. Hmm. Who would that be? Don't look at me. <laughs> on that so um our next project it's called the lube wrench fluid dispenser on this and i just thought this was cool so what it is is it's a fluid dispenser that instead of having its own like container thing where you pour whatever you want to dispense into it actually connects straight to your um you know your motor oil your 5w20 or I don't know what other fluids there are. Um, your transmission fluid or gear oil. Your, yeah, your gear oil and stuff. Um, so you hook that up, and then I think you hook it up to an air compressor. Yeah, on it, there, and then it just looks, it, it just dispenses it. it. It pumps it into wherever you need it to be, um, which I, I think is cool. And the guy was smart because I'm. I mean, you, you've been, everybody's seen kind of the auto store where. There's like three gazillion types of bottles, right? And all the caps are slightly different and stuff. He actually made adapters so you can actually fit it on most of these standard bottles um, to kind of fill up on there, um, which I, I think is really cool. And he's, he's so it's obviously not for me because I don't even change my own oil <laughs> on there. But uh, I mean, Dito, you, you kind of you work in a, a service center on there. Do you, do you see this as something that you would use? For for my shop, yeah. Um, when I was uh, actually looking through this, the idea is actually really, really good. I mean, if you have a vehicle in the air and you need to do the gear oil you know, in the transfer case or something like that, and you're just pumping it in using the bottle it comes with, you know, you can get mess. It can get because gear oil is sticky. It's thick and sticky. Yeah. Um, You'll get it on yourself, get it on the floor, then you do cleanup. I mean, the way he presented it makes a lot of sense. You just hook your air compressor up to it, put it in there, or put it in the bottle, and it runs its, it could be its own bottle. You know, I mean, there's no dumping into something else and, you know, risking more of a mess. It's just pop it in, pop the plug in, or pop the toes in, uh, hit the valve, and it pumps it in. Yeah. I mean, because, well, like, I mean, most shops are going to have some kind of air compressor already, right? Some, I mean, uh, traditional shops will have an air compressor or an air system set up for their uh, ratchets and everything, um, torque sticks and everything. But at home, 
I mean, you can go to like Harbor Freight and get yourself an air compressor that could possibly do it too. But you know, unless if you're running something like that too, then yeah, it's a great idea. But if you're not, it's not hard to get an air compressor. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I I never knew about this, but do, do you run into that problem where you're trying to fill something up and then the bottle, you need like two bottles to fill up the whole thing. And then like, because he, he's using like fruit, old fruit juice containers to like pour all of it in there so he doesn't have to like switch between bottles while he's filling something up do you run into that or <laughs> yeah um usually it runs into when you're doing specifically motor oil because you can measure it out i mean some motor some engines only take like 5.2 some will take uh 6.3 you know the, the bigger ones would take like 12.75 i mean when you're just dumping oil in itself, I mean, you can measure it out to begin with. And if you don't have a fancy hose or one of the um, dispenser, uh, like the dispenser. Like the little clug thing that you see in like yeah. oil shops. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have any of those, it's actually measured out precisely itself. This is the next best option for uh, your backyard garage or backyard mechanics. Sweet. So I have – okay, so this is where I have no idea. In terms of price um, – $200 is that like comparable to other systems or like I have no idea at all so if you're thinking about like an air tool $200 is a pretty going rate I mean like a ratchet or just an air gun alone can go between like 200 to $500 oh, depending well it depends on what make too like snap on ones like traditional just air guns sell for about $240 holy crap on there so um, so this, this is probably good. Cause I mean, let's see what you get all the adapters, you get two 17 and a quarter inch long dispensing tubes that, you know, you can put in and suck up your oil. And like you're saying, it was, what was it that's sticky? The, uh, gear oil, the gear oil. He, he's, he gives you two different tubes just for that specific task where it's like, okay, you use one for your gear oil and then you can use the other one for everything else. So that way you don't contaminate stuff and you don't have to worry about cleaning it. Cause you know, according to you, it's probably a pain to try and get all of it out of a, like a tiny little tube. Um, well, yes and no. I mean, purple power does wonders. <laughs> <laughs> On there, it's, and so he gives you that, and then he gives you, a, you know, even a storage case and stuff, which is always handy, right? You don't want to just <laughs> leave something like this out. Um, <laughs> tell well, it to me, tell it to the mechanics I work with. <laughs> <laughs> so I, this was smart because I was looking through his. Um, backing tiers on there for the first 10 people you could pledge two dollars and you would get one of these (laughs) like for two bucks would you not grab one of these yeah i mean (laughs) if i had the ability to pass this along to my leads and everything and just show them this they like some of the mechanics would actually like it but for two bucks i i would do it for myself i mean I do a lot of oil changes for myself, for my friends, and having to do all that and not having to, you know, look for a funnel and all that stuff too. Be like, hey, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. I, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I, that's such a great idea is like, because it's, I mean, normally he's doing 200 and about, I think, retail's 250 is what, what was he's aiming for. So it's probably 250, 300 on there. It's such a great idea because you get those first 10 and obviously, those first ten people probably know what they're talking about, right? It's not like me where I'm like, "This looks cool," but oh, <laughs> on there. But those those ten, 
are probably going to be super excited about it and they'll tell their friends about it and it only you know helps his advertising right where yeah it just, and i i think it's also a great gift for like that um that backyard mechanic yeah i, I mean so that's great so would would this be a backtrack or sack for you oh this would definitely be a back oh that, i mean i it, it's a back to me because i'm like this looks really cool uh, i mean i have like a <laughs> Like I said, I have no expertise in this area, but I think it's great. I mean, it seems like he put a lot of thought into building it too, because he made sure the parts are adorable. Um, he's tried to account for every kind of different situation you may run into with all these fluids and stuff. Um, and I think he even gives you a for Kickstarter a three year warranty on this to make sure if anything goes wrong, he'll you know they'll fix it. On that. All right. So for our last um, normal project of the night. Um, Dito, I know you like playing video games. Um, huh? Who's that? What? What's a video game? <laughs> Lies. Oh, no. <laughs> I also know that you have a f- you have a good amount of expertise in airsoft guns too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just a little, just, just a little. So our last um project of the night is called Railgun, and no, it's not an actual railgun. <laughs> um, this is actually a controller that you can actually strap onto one of your airsoft guns to give you a more realistic experience when you're playing first person shooters on your PC or on your console. So kind of think of the Wiimote except strapped to your um, airsoft gun. What's cool about it is there's five different parts. Um, one of them actually you you strap onto your um, next to the trigger on there and then there's three other parts that actually they designed it so it slides onto the existing rails on your airsoft gun. You're, you're not help. You're not helping me with this. <laughs> you should say strap on and <laughs> just, just slide on the rod. Like, <laughs> on there. Um. So you 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 hook it up to the your airsoft gun and it actually can detect if I remember from 180 degrees or 360 degrees, even if you're not pointing on the screen. Because, I mean, we've all used the Wiimote before, right? And you point it off the screen and all of a sudden it stops working, right? This actually can detect the full thing. Um, I don't think it uses any, like, external sensors like the Wii does. So you don't have to have a Wii bar, Wiimote bar or whatever um, on there. So you can actually pull the trigger on the airsoft gun and it, it taps this button that's right behind it. And that actually fires um, in the game. Um. So it they they claim that it works with PC and it also works with Xbox One and uh, PS4 and I think PS3 and 360 also, but but uh, let, let me tell you there's a caveat for the console owners you actually have to buy another adapter that's sixty bucks that they don't make it's somebody else to <laughs> to make it work on top of this of um, course but they say it's you know plug and play on the PC um, that you can actually control your sensitivity and stuff when playing the game um on there and i think it lasts nine hours when you charge it and it charges via usb um i don't i don't know dito is this something that you think you would want to use when you're playing first person shooters i know you play a lot more rpgs but um you know when you have a hankering for call of duty does this (laughs) seem like something you'd want to use so when you say call of duty and strapping an air strapping all these sensors onto an airsoft gun and running around doing this itself 
I'm foreseeing these like 12 year olds getting it and then not taking out the batteries, leaving a full set of uh, BBs in their cell and shooting oh, their TV. I didn't even think about that. Oh, I just. <laughs> even worse. And that's the thing too. It's like, okay, the Wiimote, throwing your Wiimote into the TV is pretty bad. Shooting it with a barrage of BBs. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a great concept and everything, but the only. Like the functional, the functional side of it itself. Yeah, I can see it being, you know, lack lacking just because of that. But concept, awesome. Um, would I would I do it? Sure, but it's all aesthetic. <laughs> I, I I personally think it's all aesthetic. You, you don't think it's going to make you, you know, uh, leap kills and. <laughs> so if we were doing it at a big room yes it would be like diving over couches and like you know yes then yeah that would be it but if i'm going that far i'm just gonna shoot you at my airsoft guns <laughs> you're like i don't need this virtual thing i i'm just gonna you know <laughs> get you with that i, I love to see them using the paintball guns and not and do the same thing and shoot their screen with the paintball uh, D Max is will it help with your, his hand eye coordination? No, you still got to aim <laughs> on there. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I might be old school, but keyboard and mouse is my preferred method. And there's just no way you could take this whole segment without taking it dirty. You just can't. <laughs> just, no. <laughs> uh, all right. So is this one a backtrack or sack for you? I track it. I mean, concept's cool, but. Unless they, if people weren't stupid, <laughs> honestly, if people weren't stupid, then yeah. yeah for, for me, I I think it, yeah, um, for me, I'd, I'd probably say track too. I think it's smart that instead of saying, hey, we're going to 3M tape something to your airsoft gun, we're going to use the existing rails that are on them, right? <laughs> what do you think their prototype probably was? Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, you, you have some airsoft guns that cost a pretty penny so you don't want to like throw some weird adhesive on it right well yeah it's like my custom g36 yeah that thing i completely built from the boneyard yeah um it, it was it was actually borderline for me to back but then when i found out that you had to buy yet another adapter to make this work made me go mm, i don't know <laughs> on there where it's like, yeah, it seems like a good idea, but when I'm spending like four times as much as the video game to play it, I think that's my threshold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're that serious uh, FPS first person, you no know, Call of Duty fanboy or whatever, you know, heaven forbid I combine them all to one, but, you know, oh, if you're dear. an FPS fanboy, I could see them. I mean, I honestly could see them having a blast with this. On <laughs> their... So, um, so that is the railgun. All right, Dito. So this is, you know, I, I, I don't know if you enjoy this or not, but this is what we call the sack of the week. And the reason we actually invented this section is because hardly, um, would Drew and I ever sack a project because there's just so many good ones out there. It's like, why are we wasting our time with crappy ones? So we purposely feature this, um, are you big into sneakers? Only my cousin and brother. Um, so I, I'll admit, back in the day, I I, uh, 
I delved into the world of sneaker collecting, you know, your Jordans and everything, but you know, I, I'm a little out of it. So I actually had to research this. So our, our sack of the week is called as a project called help me get Yeezy's fam. Repeat that. What? <laughs> help me get Yeezy's fam. So I actually had to look these up. Yeezy's or Kanye West's like sneakers that he's coming out with. Okay. You could just say that and it's done. You say Kanye West and that's just like. Yeah. So no, th- this is <laughs> this is some guy who's put up a Indiegogo page so he can raise enough money to go buy these Kanye West sneakers. <laughs> You're trying to make me choke. Uh, but what, what, what's, what's great about this is one of the things we like to feature on these sacks of the weeks is what they did wrong. First of all, there's no video um, on there. And like he's like, help a brother get some flame. I don't even I, know. I, what I, does that even mean? It, what was that? Am, am I just old where I don't no. understand what the young kids mean? But no, no, what does that uh, mean? So it was just this uh, recently I heard of a term like... Uh, Visit, I I know we can send F and everything, so but it's supposed to be like for their eyebrows. It's supposed to oh, be like fleek. eyebrows on point. Fleek, fleek, yeah, yeah. And your eyebrows like, on fleek, yeah. I'm like, the hell is fleek? <laughs> and I actually had to look it up. I was like, I literally put it in there. I literally Google image, Google search this, and eyebrows it linked, on fleek. I a video <laughs> of some some lady, some black lady, saying that my if you hear my eyebrows on fleek, I'm like, fleek. And I, and I had searched. I had research exactly. It means on point, and it's like how how they get fleek from po- on point. Oh, you, and this and this yeah. like what you want your feet in fire. Yeah, so you're you're gonna love the rest of this description on there. So under short summary, man wants some Yeezys. All I got is the best. Uh, all, all I got is beat up Airwalks and some Tesco sandals. So I know what Tesco is. It's like a convenience store in the UK because he lives in the UK, Manchester. Um, So, uh, yeah, on that. So, and then, so under what we need, I need 150 pounds to buy some Yeezy 350s in Oxford's tan for retail on release day on uh, the 29th of December. (laughs) And I, I love this. Under impact, the impact. Yeah, boy may get some ton ton. (laughs) <laughs> i almost i almost wish you had my face just, just i just to, i think i broke you did i break you <laughs> it's just like a ton ton so are they talking about snoo snoo i'm guessing um <laughs> under risks and challenges <laughs> may miss the bus on the way to the shop <laughs> other ways you can help send me some so i don't have to go out and buy them and that's all there is to it <laughs> Does this compel you to help him save up to his $500 that he needs to buy these sneakers? So, I have actually uh, followed a couple people who wanted free handouts, basically. Uh, cameras, uh, taking trips, and all stuff, too. And uh, one of them, you know, a person I know on Facebook, uh, part of the anime groups I'm a part of, I um, kind of helped him out saying that, okay, if you're going to do document, a documentary on going to Japan and you oh, want people to back dude, you. Dude, is, is he a black anime? Yes. Dude, I found his Kickstarter project and I just like slapped my head against the wall when I saw it. Yes. And I actually <laughs> I had I critiqued him on what to do 
But I'm just going to go like, dude, dude, unless you have on Indiegogo. That was borderline the sack of the week. (laughs) If you had to put that on there, I would have just, I would have laughed my ass off. But this one right here. I got to find it. I got to find it. I cut it out. Yeah, I I actually, I actually went and spent time, put a pair, a paragraph, two paragraphs actually. And just told him like, all right, first off, go to, go to GoFundMe opposed to using Indiegogo or Kickstarter because those are projects for stuff that is going to be consumer-based or trying to get something off the ground. You, on the other hand, are just basically saying, pay for my stuff and you show no critique with video editing or anything like that. Oh, he's done it twice too? Oh my god. (laughs) It's because like one just barely ended on the 18th and this is the second one on there oh man like no i was i kid you not this was like you can look in the show notes so scroll down all the way to the bottom of the show notes under cuts and it's the one that says utah project but sigh <laughs> project but okay <laughs> so he wants five thousand two hundred dollars to go make a documentary of his visit to japan and Okay, so concept. Okay, I we can see the concept behind it because like any other anime fan wants to go there and experience it. Of course, you know, I can't condone that. But his presentation of it's it is bad. where Yeah, that is terrible. He's he's got this shot where you're pretty much looking up his nose. Uh-huh, on there. And so so here, I'll 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 break, I'll break <laughs> it down to you on a Kickstarter level. So first of all, this video, 7 minutes. I got bored after the first 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. On that. Second of all, in his video, because I watched more than that, he doesn't know what he's doing with the extra money. Nope. On there. Third of all, you look at his pledges on there. He only has one level. Yeah. Thanks in the video. There's no way you can even get this documentary on there. Uh, yeah. Or like like say it's gonna be, you know, I'll make a DVD or something. Yeah. Um, um put in their like credits. You know, you, obviously you're going to be in the credits, of course, you know, for funding, for helping to fund it. Um, you're going to get a copy of the video, not yeah. just, you can watch it on YouTube. Like, yeah, or, and what? break down what he's actually buying on there. Like, I heard uh-huh. he's going to buy a GoPro and an expensive camera. I'm sorry, and, at $5,200, as a person who knows expensive cameras, that's not enough. Mm-mm. I mean, not even, um... He says he's not going to be using the, any of the money to fund his ticket or his hotels. It's all for being there. Yeah, and, and if I'm he's like, going to hire a crew or an, and an editor, $5,000, that's barely going to cover an editor if he wants to get an editor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he... <laughs> and on top of that, too, it's like, okay, you got to convince these people. You can't just yeah. talk your way yourself and trying to use your charisma of, you know, you're going to have to show that you like either you or person's people editors are going to be able to show you can produce a good visual work mm-hmm. he didn't even do that i know i mean like we all seen kt's edits i mean <laughs> he knows his stuff i, I mean I, if if you put something up like this too i don't it need would, i don't need no <laughs> kickstarter to document my trip to japan <laughs> no no you don't but if you did something like this too your video will show you're like if anyone knows about video editing or video photography or video anything would be able to see that okay this guy knows what he's doing for the most part maybe this will turn out good at least have some positive reassurance opposed to this one's like 
Yeah, show some examples of what you can film. Because honestly, yeah. the, the the two types of projects that bug me the most are al- like help me make this albums who don't have samples of their music on their website or <laughs> on their on their Kickstarter project, and people who want to make movies but don't have a sample of what kind of movie they can make. It's like, yeah. how are you gonna tr- make people trust you if you don't do that? <laughs> it reminds me of uh, that one. Uh, Kickstarter are you funded for the Dragon Ball one? Uh, that was the early days, man. Early yeah, days. which never happened. I think we helped pay someone's rent. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I think we, I think we did. On that, all right. So that, Tito, you know, is a full episode of um, the Kickcast on there. So if you guys have any suggestions for sacks of the week, regular projects, news <laughs> items, send them our way. Kickcast at ktdata.net, or you can shoot. Um, shoot a message to us or post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast, or you can tweet us. Um, you can tweet Drew at night 20 or Dito at Ahoy Baby. He'll forward it to me probably, or at KT Data for myself, at kickcast for the show on there. And of course, we always love it when you watch live um, on there. So I appreciate when DMAX and uh, GQ Visions, they're in the chat room. Always love it when you guys watch live. Our next episode um that we're recording live so keep note normally we do it every two weeks our next one's going to be january 19th 2015 and that is because 16. the 19th 2016 oh, yeah oh 2016 yeah <laughs> new year new year <laughs> yeah we're gonna make you go back in time to go watch our new episodes <laughs> um it will be the so, first time yeah so um and that is because the week that we're normally recording the KitCast, Dino and I, and I think Drew too, will be in Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show. And as usually our yearly thing, we'll go find out some cool projects. We'll, you know, maybe we'll go through see the 360 Mini, and maybe Dino will come back a changed man and believe in it. I don't know. Maybe that's that's a tall order. If, if if that's the only thing that will change you when you go to Vegas, right? <laughs> Well, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas <laughs> or ends up on YouTube on or there. Facebook. Yeah, and if you want to see any of these projects that we talked about, head on over to kickcast.net, look in the show notes. We'll have links to all of them. Um, Dito, you got anything to plug? Mm. Cool stuff and things you want to show, you know, have people follow you and show off things. Make sure you guys actually go to ktdata.net for an excellent review that Dito did of those headphones that you're wearing right now. Yeah, and also uh, we'll be uh, seeing uh, some more of the uh, models that I'll be building, uh, Gundam models from uh, Utah Gundam, and you can follow them at uh, uh, Facebook at uh, Facebook uh, groups or sorry groups slash uh, Utah Gundam, and you can see uh, a lot of the stuff that my group is doing. Cool, cool stuff. I mean, you guys strapped models to um, water water rockets, right? Well, yep, uh, we <laughs> we did a barbecue with uh, our uh, build blast off. Where we took about uh, sixteen uh, built kits that day, and long- and strapped them to a two liter water bottle and fired them off. Oh man! If I didn't have if I didn't have a like dice master tournament that day, I would have so gone and watched that. That just looked so much fun. Just looking at the videos, <laughs> and I I got I I, I got to make fun of you a little bit because I on a couple of those I thought it was kind of hilarious. You're like running for your life to make sure you're not getting hit when it launched. Oh, the parts flew everywhere. <laughs> There's people looking for parts for all like all night but the best ones when we uh strapped it a whole like a unbuilt kit box <laughs> to the water bottle it still it got up like three feet all right, so make sure you guys check that out um you know thank you so much for filling in for drew i, I appreciate it dude 
and you know, I'll, I'm gonna see you in the flesh space pretty soon. Uh, two weeks. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Um, until next time, we will see you. Bye bye.